Welcome to the Face in the Gates podcast. I'm David. I'm Bailey. I'm Michael. And this is Zen AF. Uh, so this week, I don't know why I did that. It's dumb. I don't know how to introduce this podcast. Anyway, um, there's the introduction. This week we're talking about origins of life in the universe. The big question, how did we get here? Uh, how did life come about on Earth? And uh, in fact, how did Earth come about? How did this entire thing we call the universe come into existence? Um, so this is actually going to be a two-part episode. We're going to be talking about the popular views uh, in this episode, and then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the more fringe views. They're not, like, super fringe. They're just less common than, like, the mainstream ones. Um, but before we get into that, um, last week we talked about consciousness, and uh, I just wanted to touch up on a couple of things on that because I was not prepared basically I just wrote the outline and I was like I don't have anything to say and then I listened back to the episode some of the things you were saying were like off the wall and I was like I don't know how to respond to this uh, and my brain was like not working and then I listened back to it and I was like wait a minute I have very obvious things I need to say uh, so one of the things I wanted to mention was I think there's a difference between consciousness and unconscious things that we do because when you're like saying um like our red blood you know your body pro creates red blood cells to fight off infections and stuff you were saying like but is that not consciousness i was like not in the way that we think of it you know that's an unconscious thing and when we're thinking of consciousness that i wouldn't include that in the conscious experience but go ahead i just want everyone to know he's talking to me michael <laughs> yeah 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 because he's I, pointing I, and looking dead at me. <laughs> I, I, you I, guys were interrogating me, and I have good responses after my brain starts working. After not you had some time to think about Moderately good responses. They're not that great. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, the second thing was there needs... I think we... Something else that you were saying. I think we need to make a distinction between consciousness and thinking because like when you were saying like animals are smart and they know how to get food that doesn't mean that they're consciously think that let, let me not conflate the terms that doesn't mean that they're consciously like that they're doing like lateral thinking about the future and stuff it's just like just because an animal is capable of thinking doesn't mean that they are conscious in the way that we were defining it like last week yeah because i mean kind of like as i was saying with you the list of consciousness things that kind of we see as consciousness mm -hmm. it's not just one of those things it's all of them combined yeah and, and, and to a great depth too yeah and like as i said what like i can't explain all of it is just because something has it has one thing but not another that kind of disqualifies it from having what we see as consciousness. Yeah. Uh, and basically just the last thing that I wanted to mention about that. Um, I'm going at Michael again because the, you you were the one accusing me of things. Well, you weren't accusing me, but you, you were, I guess, heated he being a, devil's advocate. He was or a stern interrogator. I was just like, but, but my my opinion, well, my idea. In my defense, the filthy atheist wasn't doing his job. <laughs> well, okay. I, I don't think like a filthy atheist some of the times. All right. So you said you said consciousness is a construct that we created. I don't know if that was your exact words, but that's basically yeah, what you're I saying. Get what you're saying. Um, but you, I, I think you can't do that because in order to create consciousness it requires consciousness because you can't just say like like when you're speaking of like monkey get banana banana eat eat good not get other banana this is actually what you're saying save, so. <laughs> save banana for future monkey save banana for future like that is already a conscious process that's happening so the question, that that's begging the question, like, how did that conscious response originate? And I mean, you can also put that, like, 
this is just a construct recreated coming from the filthy atheist for anything for our perceptions of art music religion uh how the world works everything's just a in, in that aspect everything's a construct can made. i can i be a can i be that guy when yes. when people say this is just a construct i feel like that's just writing off the actual yeah. discussion yeah that's what most people do. Yeah. And I was just saying that being, since, you know, being the filthy atheist, like, yes, everything's a construct, but there's reasons why we have those constructs and what, and well, the kind of ideas behind it yeah. more so than, oh, it's a construct. Yes. But why? Why yeah. is it a construct? Yeah. God, everybody's either going to love me or just be dogging on me from this point forward. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if, if you kind of see where i'm coming from there like consciousness just can't happen like that yeah. it has to come from something conscious or be a... it, it has to be derivative of something of that nature yeah. which leads to my argument that god is a conscious being that instilled consciousness into people but yeah or that, like mine yeah. where it's like it's a slow evolution of things leading to full consciousness it can't just start from just this to that there's some process in it yeah there has to be a process but i don't i i just don't see consciousness being evolved which we can disagree on that it's yeah. fine but yeah we're still gonna be friends at the end of the day yeah we're still oh, gonna no, i might fucking fight and listen yeah. to fight club <laughs> but you yeah that that was who, it who gave I, i'd lose because I, I could not hurt you bailey the flying spaghetti monster checkmate pastafarians <laughs> Well, I kind of right. hate pasifarians, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. Back All on right. topic. Do you, do you have any uh, any objections to my objections, or are you just going to... I'm going to think about them, but I'm glad you came up with stronger... I was not thinking very much last week, and... And even... <clears throat> but I listened just stronger back to the rhetorical episode. rhetorical to build upon. Yeah. I, I listened back to the episode, and I was like, well, I'm just letting them just fucking dig into me, aren't I? And then I, I thought of some responses, obviously, after the fact when I was more awake. But anyway, yeah, that that was my overdue response. And Sorry if I disappointed anyone last this week. This is why Not you need to check in. to talk about. You guys need to check in every week to get these hot yeah, yeah. after the fact. Check in, check in every week. Because this is, this is the thing. Like, you can't just have a conversation and be like, yeah, we talked about everything about, you know, like we're going to talk about today is the origins of the universe. Yeah. We're going to talk about it all we're in one day and have it all figured out and come to conclusions in yeah. the same day. Yeah, we're constantly learning. Yeah. We're evolving. Just like sexuality, just like for some people's spirituality, it's all fluid. We're all just moving through this thing and we can change at any second. Yeah. One day we might evaporate. Who knows? Yeah, Mike was going to join a church me a good Christian boy after this whole series of podcasts. I'll be like one of those horrible Christian boys who's like... <laughs> It's fucking just new metal as fuck. Gonna start rapping about <laughs> Jesus and fighting people in clubs. Rapping for Jesus, dude. Oh yeah, no, dude, no. I'll be in that. Fun little fact: we, uh, one of the computers I ended up buying and salvaging a bit had like Christian raps from a white high school kid. What? <laughs> who was using the N word way too many times for comfortableness? Oh boy. Oh, which well, is. More than point one times are all you white people out there. All right, cool. Well, anyway, we're getting to the actual topic now. So, uh, thanks for tuning in to our catch up with uh, the boys. But um, boom. All right, so we're gonna talk about the uh, popular theories of origins of the universe, um, and this is uh, for the main course of this episode. We're gonna be basically talking about the creation evolution debate and. To start off with that, we're going to talk about the Big Bang Theory. So, the Big Bang Theory um, basically concludes that um, we can see from observations that the universe is expanding, therefore it is not eternal, but finite. So, this leads to the idea that everything in existence exploded from a definite point in time in the past from this one highly compressed single particle called the singularity. That is basically what the Big Bang Theory is. Everything that exists was once one tiny particle and exploded into everything we now know today. Uh, also, sorry if you guys hear uh, car, motorcycle, helicopter. Not sure. That's You'll never know. I, David? <laughs> I 
drives by the house every time. <laughs> uh, it yeah, it's like every time when we record. Anyway, that's, um, that that's Bob. He, he's a recurring cast member. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you guys think about the Big Bang Theory? Do you think it makes sense, or do you think there are holes in it, or what? I mean, since it's a very, like, yes, the math behind it, all the observations behind it are very complicated. The very it's very it's still very simple it's expanding so therefore it has to start from a certain point now is it 100% no definitely as with all science nothing is set in stone things change but it's kind of that starting point to especially in the modern age where we can start to kind of figure out and observe and build upon something (laughs) yeah sorry and it's also most people can't really it's still something not really comprehensible because i mean thinking of think think about like everything that exists was once a tiny particle like and i mean in some ways it you can comprehend because i mean look at an atom most of it's just dead space you can't look at an atom but but (laughs) we have the visualization yeah i know what you mean mostly space and compressing all that to the smallest of small, and then it therefore expanding. It, it makes some sense, but it's an imperfect thing. So uh, I'm ex- hoping we can get out in the space more and just, just kind of read and figure out more stuff. What do you think, Michael? I, I gotta say, I agree. The hardest thing about all of this is just truly understanding in this viewpoint fucking everything you have ever have ever will have all the way back to nothing mm-hmm. it's just one little very very tiny finite place and poof, like a sponge it expands and it's more than you can handle or like hitting a can of shaving cream it just fucking expands everywhere mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part of for Anyone understanding this is truly grasping what it means. Yeah. But, again, the math behind it has been proven. But I don't think there's any way, at this point in humans' logical thinking, or to say anything is definite. I agree with that. Yeah. And that's going to be... And I think that's going to be true throughout spiritual biases, scientific biases... That's yeah, going to range for anything like in the definite past going back to the beginning of the universe. Well, in scientific terms, you're you can only observe things and you can't observe the past. Yeah, we're observing so, the effects of the past. Yeah. So Kinda I mean like, like you can, you can only make an educated guess yeah. as to how things got Just to like how are. like pre-written history we're trying to figure stuff out. But we don't have the full picture. Yeah. And we'll the other never issue, have it completed. The other issue is we're looking at such limited data and assuming that all time everything has been constant from that limited data. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there are people that, you know, there, the, uh, I believe there have been scientists that have noticed that the universe is expanding but also contracting and then expanding. So that might just throw the Big Bang Theory out the window completely because why 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 yeah. is that happening and i mean it could it, also modify it to where at some point we're all compressed into the singularity but then it expands again and it contracts who knows yeah i mean as i said the kind of thing is with science we're just grasping for answers mm-hmm. where with kind of religious ideas you you have a more firm grounded idea you don't have to go start searching as much yeah but and then for if people you know like me i have the same thought process towards religious ideals towards scientific ideals that's also an issue with that's going to be for any creation of the universes dude we're here Mm -hmm. we're fucking here we can't build a fucking time machine to go back right or go forward yeah yeah and that's gonna be the theme to this whole like section right here and that stretches into 
why some people choose newer religions over older ones. Yeah. I think my uh, my main issues with the Big Bang Theory, I mean, I, I don't have a problem accepting that the Big Bang Theory is how it happened, but the Big Bang Theory is very limited in what it explains. Um, so, for example, what caused that, ex- that singularity to explode in the first place? Uh, why, where did it come from? Why did it exist at all? And you can't really, uh, I don't, at least in my mind, there is no way scientists can figure that out. Yeah. At at uh, least right now. I just don't. Right now, no. I don't know if there's any way you could ever answer those questions. And it's also without some divine intervention, it's kind of like, um, and evolution finding like the little intricacies. Oh, they devo- they evolved into this and this and this. <clears throat> it's a never-ending chase. Mm-hmm. And I, I I said this in the last episode too. It's something that you either have to accept a certain point of it scientifically is like here's where it started, or like oh it goes back and back and you go into that spiral. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing about science. We're always figuring stuff out it's just we'll never complete it yeah the search for knowledge is infinite and painful anything else on big bang theory move on to the next thing awful tv show next (laughs) (laughs) we kind of all agree upon like it's not a complete theory it's it's possible but it like 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 evolution it doesn't explain everything yeah and we, we Speaking of evolution, that's the next thing we're going to be talking about. <gasps> evolution! Bazinga. All right. Stop it. Uh, so evolution, there are many different nuanced forms of evolution, but the general idea is that animals, including humans, all animals, including humans, uh, became the beings that they are now over millions of years of slow, adaptive changes to their environment. Is that a fair definition for people who are more informed on evolution than I am? A quick Cliff's note version, yes. Word. Essentially, it explains kind of the overall understanding of evolution. It's It's still a more chaotic process than that say, but as we were taught in school, that's how we were taught evolution works. Yeah. All right, so uh, what are your guys's? Obviously, you guys believe evolution is a thing. So, what are your thoughts on evolution? I, That's a broad question. But I, I mean, if you look back at fossils and things and watch how they slow... And even humans, how small things have slowly adapted over time. I see there's heavy evidence for evolution. And in my eyes, at least, that doesn't take away from any religious views because it all could be part of a bigger plan. Right. We're, we're going to get into that in just a few moments. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, as like you see it, Sorry. God could just be laying those seeds like, oh yeah, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Bro. Sounds more, like the Powerpuff kind of, Girls intro. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> when do I get wings then? I'm going to fly, damn it. I mean, and like, for example, some scientists have kind of figured out Evolution leads to crabs. I mean, I, I haven't fully read into that, but it's just like, think of like crabs and like how they work. And it's like, okay, yeah, they were first this and this, but I mean, evolution doesn't have to be necessarily just secular. It can be, I mean, if God's playing the cards he could just be like oh yeah just a little bit of change here they need that we're actually going to be talking about that next episode Ooh, fun uh, so yeah so um, I, I get to play a little <laughs> bit of think about old g-man yeah think yeah. about one through seven days what is the day uh today is, I technically it is now sunday because it is 12 a.m i know but i'm just making a you know yo dog we're back that's the first edit in Facing the Gates history. Mamma Mia. Glad Dog you guys are barking. back. What were you going to say, Michael? Actually, looking, I think I'm going to bring this up after the next point. Okay. Well, 
one of the things I wanted to say about evolution is, uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, it may explain some things. It doesn't, in my opinion, adequately, adequately explain other things. So, for example, it's a possible explanation on why life exists, but it's not the one-size-fits-all solution that certain secular people try to make it out to be. Yeah, and it doesn't explain how it ex started existing, yeah, necessarily. It, it doesn't adequately account for morality, beauty, in my opinion, consciousness, or supernatural experiences, and... Yeah, especially supernatural. People, yeah, people try to just be like, yeah, evolution, it, it explains everything, yeah. and, and, and it, it does... It's just a... People try and use it as a one-size-fits-all thing, and it, it doesn't yeah, and, go that far. I mean, in a lot of ways, like with religion, people just say, oh, God did it. And it's like, but why? How? How? And it's like, yeah. further explanations needed no matter what. Not one thing yeah, can that explain. Is, um, that is a logical fallacy called God of the Gaps, where people just insert God and say, God did it. Yeah. That's the solution. Like, but I know doing some lateral thinking there might be people out there thinking well bailey isn't that exactly what you're doing with a lot of your arguments you're saying god did it and putting it in there but the point of these episodes is for me to outline and reason logically and also at later points i'll be using bible verses to mention obviously we can say the bible says this but I'm also reasoning to why it has to be that way yeah, so that done, it's not just you've done the Bible research says so. and you've found like this makes sense this matches what I'm asking about right you're not just blankly saying oh God did it next yes yeah so you're not yeah. really, you're not necessarily playing to that fallacy word Thank where you. like people are like oh evolution oh God it's like they're they're just using that fallacy. as a blanket term yeah yeah, yeah. Because no, that's terrible either way. If y'all stop doing that, do your research. I mean, no shit. If you believe in a god that like has the power to do shit, of course he fucking did it. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. Okay, actually, I I wrote down some verses. I didn't. I forgot. Um, how is this not special pleading? When I say so, okay, so um, when I say evolution is used as a one-size-fits-all solution how am i when i aren't i you know I, I was actually expecting you guys to ask me this but you didn't so i'm just gonna interrogate me for you aren't i just using god as a one-size-fits-all solution how is that just not more special pleading and kind of like i said earlier yeah. but basically uh God being the explanation for these things is derived from scripture, but also logic, like I was explaining so far. So, for example, the Bible says God is the creator of all things in Genesis 1-1, which explains life. We are created in the image of God, Genesis 1-26, which leads to us to conclude that God is conscious because we're conscious. It also says the law is written on the hearts of men, which is in Romans 2-15, which ex explains God as the source of morality. God is transcendent, so God explains the supernatural. So, I mean, like, that's where I'm... That That's the other side of... Yeah, you, you've done your reading and your right. research. Right. Yeah. And but, if you're asking why I trust the Bible, just wait. We've got an episode on that yeah, for but you. I think the hardest problem is yeah. we've all talked about these things so much to each other. Mm -hmm. And so, I already know why you're saying something or... Why and so I might not think to ask that question because it's already been talked about. Oh, that's that's fair. Do so yeah. we need to do a I, history of the Bible, like how it was written? Well, how it was written, the translations, the kings, all that. I okay, so I have because I I love just I have uh reading those. I have an episode planned for the New Testament, or it might be a two parter, but it'll be about like the reliability of the New Testament. Yeah. I don't know how, like, I, I, I haven't done a lot of research on, like, how it, like, I don't know, modern translations, I guess. But, like, I, I can mention in passing in one of those episodes, yeah. like, how the Bible was canonized and stuff and like that. I, I think if you could add a little bit about the modern translations, because it is putting it into a modern dialect. And yeah. it's just as important as any previous history. Yeah. But, but onward, bitches. Onward. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We are we are dwelling. Uh, so, the other um, 
big old thing. Mm. The other big, uh, what is it called? Theory of existence in the universe or whatever is uh, creationism, which is the idea that an omnipotent God willed all material creation and life into existence. Uh, this provides the answer to the question of origins, but doesn't give a very descriptive, detailed account in Genesis. It just tells you God did it. it I mean, like... I'm just gonna leave it there for now because I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on that. But what do you guys think of creationism? I mean, as someone who's religiously undecided, I can see how that ties in to the whole theory of evolution, like we just mentioned. So it doesn't bother me as someone who can kind of understand what you just said there, and has grown up in a Christian environment, an understanding of how God went through each meticulous step to a point. Mm-hmm. And as I was going to mention, when it says seven days, that to me feels more like a ideal of a translation instead of being like an exact amount of time. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, unlike the service level. Yeah, sure. It's just the more nuanced stuff because, you know, there's, as we've talked about, like, younger creationists, kind of regular creationists. It's just the whole nuances of it where things can get dicey. Yeah, the, the uh, so the timeline of young Earth creationism, basically that estimates that the Earth is about 6,000 years old. And the, the way that is figured out is by adding up the genealogies and and Genesis and Matthew and stuff like that. Um, the The problem with that is that the Bible uses numbers symbolically in a lot of places. Uh, and people have noticed, especially in Matthew, uh, the, I think it's the first chapter where it's just a giant, like, uh, lineage, you know? Um, and people have noticed, or historians rather, not me, me not smart person, smart people me pay attention to um, noticed that they have skipped certain people in those genealogies and the reason they're doing that is symbolically they're grouping certain numbers of people to demonstrate the numbers of the people and the groups of those numbers of people in a way that those numbers would have meant something to the people at the time, they would have understood immediately, okay, this is legit because this is using like Old Testament numeric stuff. I can't give you the exact explanation for it. I'd have to look yeah, it up again. Yeah, but kind of like how like in Japanese culture, the number four is a sign of death or like 666 is the devil or... Yeah, it's just there's a lot of numeric stuff in the Bible that is lost on us culturally because we're not a part of that culture. No. So that that's one issue with young earth creationism. Obviously, there's the scientific evidence that says the earth is, you know, yeah. billions of years old or whatever. Uh, is it billions of years or is that the universe? Uh, that's, that's the earth. Right? I, I think so. Earth, let's just don't put it, the earth is it. pretty fucking old. Yeah. We don't know how old. Well, us three don't, but it, it's Scientists old. don't even. They just have rough estimations. Yeah, they just do like core samples and carbon date. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying, like as a Christian, I'm not saying Christians should just listen to science and they should change their beliefs because science changes, because science is always changing. But because that, that is actually something called concretism, where you just, you know, you adjust your religious beliefs based on the scientific consensus. Um, I'm just noting there's a difference in the timeline there. So there might possibly need to be consideration on the theory that people hold to Genesis 1. So I'm going to go on my nice little spiel about Genesis 1. I don't know how the first chapter of Genesis should be interpreted. I do know that the people in the culture at the time probably weren't asking the same questions that we're asking now. You know, like, 
Nowadays, we're asking questions about how did this all get here? Where, what are our origins? People during that time were probably not asking those questions. Um, so I think when people read Genesis 1 and assume that it's talking about the absolute beginning of time and material creation and everything. Yes, you can read that and get that, but the more I read Genesis one, the more I feel like there's a lot more going on than just that. Um, so I, I think reading Genesis one as the material creation and origins, I think that's a very modern reading of it. We are imposing our culture upon their culture. This was written thousands of years ago. So I don't think that's what they were trying to say. Um, well, that might not be the only thing they were trying to say. So, um, I don't fully reject your own creationism. I reject the, the date set in stone. I reject the, the, the dogma of the dating that like it, I, I don't reject creationism. I reject the, like, it has to be 6,000 years or whatever. It has to be whatever old earth creationism is, whatever that they've dated that to be. I, I don't, I'm not gonna set my flag in, like, it has to be this many years. You just know that God created it. Yeah, so, I mean, like, so- when I, when I read Genesis 1, the way it's written, it seems to imply that it is not giving literal detail. For example, you know, like light is created bo- before the sun is created. Um, on a certain day, God creates trees and the next day he's creating something else. Well, if he's creating trees, like, okay, does he create the seed and it like time lapse fast forward and 24 hours just pops up a tree or did he create the whole tree? And like the way it's written is very poetic. It says and mm-hmm. on this day, God created this. It describes that thing, and then God says it is good. And every verse is that poetic formula. So that's leading you on, keying you into the fact that this is not meant to be read as you might read Luke. Luke is written as history. The first few chapters of Genesis are not explicitly written as history. So I... I believe that Genesis is not a literal account of how existence came about. Instead, I believe it is a mythological slash theological allegory that was simple enough for anyone at the time uh, it was written to understand and simple enough for us to understand. So I don't believe it's a lie. I just don't believe... I, I believe there's deeper truths implied than we're reading into it. Uh, because like God can't tell people thousands of years ago the deep scientific intricate details that we want to know today. Yeah. And if he even if he did that, we probably wouldn't understand it today because it's probably so far beyond our comprehension. And then I mean even of, the scientific ideas behind it is like super complex. On top of that, you gotta look back to back then. It was a simpler time. You worried about survival, you know, food. Water, shelter, mm-hmm. where we technically have to work, but we really don't. We have time to think and to learn. They had time to survive and make kids. Yeah. yeah. And as kind of like I explain to someone like with prehistoric religions, like this is a very simple, dumbed down version. So the intricacies and subtleties and the true meaning is really lost. But like back then, Main reason why polytheistic religion was super big and kind of my eyes like, oh, why does the sun go up, go down? Oh, sun god. Why did why do we sometimes have rain, sometimes not? Oh, the rain god. Let's mm-hmm. try to pray to the rain and make it come down. It now it's lacking the cultural intricacies and like the true meaning behind it, but it's a good explanation. Well, good. It's a way of simple. wrapping your head around it. Yeah. And it's like, not the exact, like, it's not the full extent of what we would look for today. Yeah. And, like, but, in my perspective, like, for, since we have answered, well, we have a decent answer to a lot of the questions. The big questions are the ones that pop up to our head. Like, yeah. 
uh, as we're talking about. Yeah, so although I don't believe Genesis 1 to be literal in the sense that it's talking about that that it's necessarily talking about material creation at an absolute point in time i do believe it holds literal truth just within metaphorical and poetic language i don't know how things came into existence but what i can and no one can claim to know that because it's in the infinite past we weren't here yeah so what i can infer though at, at the very least I can conclude from Genesis 1 is that God is the source and God is in control. That That is how all this got here is basically because God brought it about. Yeah, and I think a lot of people's issues with, say, creationism is they think just exactly what the Bible put forth. They, they or think... what a certain... I'm they not just going to say the Bible. Yeah. When people think creationism, they think young earth creationism, and they think, Seven oh, days. Well, you're ignorant of evolution and dinosaurs, and you think a bunch of animals like, got on an ark. The and, core yeah, fundamental creationism is just God played a part and did, and he created it. Yeah. Where instead In its of, simplest form, God is the source. And yeah. same thing with a lot of things in the Bible is people are taking it at face value. Not saying a the culture when it was written and how it was written. Like as you said, Genesis is very beautiful and poetic. Mm-hmm. And everything's gonna mean something. The first different to the everybody. first eleven chapters are actually written as a different genre than the rest of the book. Because mm-hmm. the rest of it is history or meant to be written as history, from what I can but tell. The first eleven I mean the first eleven are are they're a little bit different. And I they're, think historians have noticed that I think it might be like either the intention of it or the author might be different or something. Yeah, and it could and it could also have been written to grasp you into it because mm-hmm. you, you read those first and it's like, oh, let me keep on reading because yeah. it's very well written. Yeah. It's nice and it's very visual mm-hmm. in the head, yeah. as I like to say. I wonder if there were early sectors of like Judaism where it's like one believed like yeah, God created us. And the other was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, probably. That would be interesting to look into. I mean, there's uh, probably like, always I, been people asking those questions about, well, asking about religion in itself. And like, yeah, there, there might be. I don't know. And like a lot of people at the time probably just did the social norm and didn't necessarily answer to it or question it or care or have the time to care yeah, yeah i want i want to look into like what the early church fathers thought about like these things and the way we interpret it and then see how that has changed throughout time because from what i've heard young earth creationism as like being the way to read genesis one has been a, a very like relatively recent thing within the past couple hundred years yeah like it, it's not like a thing that it was synonymous with all churches at all times. Yeah. And I, I think I'm not positive on that. I, I look at that line of thinking, just like I'd look at a fire and brimstone style viewpoint or it's more modern and it's more kind of emotion. That's another thing is like just the, the denominational differences on how they view these certain theological issues like that. See, that's something that's really interesting. This is to me. why I love talking to you yeah. as, a, as you're, you are, because like, you, some, some denominations could just almost be considered their own religion with how they interpret everything. Yeah. Even but though they're under the branch of Christian. We should do an episode on denominations. Yes. Cause I know like enough now, actually we should do that. Uh, I'll save that for later. I'll, I'll keep that a secret. But yeah. I know when we should do it. We're not going to tell you guys. But we're not gonna, it's going to be a little while. That's why you I love continue watching because we love you. Yeah. Because listening. When I we're when watching if you're on. We YouTube. get when we say Christian, we get what we what we mean. And if I say Christian about one thing, you're not going to get upset because it's not something you believe in. Right. That's why Christian I appreciate is a very you. blanket term. There's yes. a lot of nuance. Yeah. Just just like atheist, just like agnostic theist. Yeah. Back to the start. Wow. Back to the origins. Uh, okay, so there's other one other thing um, about Genesis 1. There is also a view about it that it is symbolic for temple inauguration. Um, basically, that God is establishing the cosmos as his temple over seven days. 
which parallels ancient temple inauguration traditions that also happened over seven days. So, for example, uh, the construction of the tabernacle was completed in seven stages, Exodus 40, 19 through 32. Uh, the ordination of a priest was seven days, Leviticus 8, 33 through 35. Solomon's temple was constructed in seven years, 1 Kings 6, 38, and dedicated to God on a seven-day during a seven-day festival on the seventh month, 1 Kings 8, 2 through 65, I think that's supposed to be. Um, there are also uh, several other ancient works outside of the Bible that use the number seven as a symbolic number as well. So the seven-day structure of Genesis 1 was very common during the time and very understood during that time, but it has lost part of its cultural significance, and I think that was just a, a, a very interesting thing I, I came across. Yeah, and I mean, I think it could also kind of explain why seven's a really lucky number to our in our eyes. It's modified its reasoning for me, like, holy to lucky, but... Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like, some of the, the numeric stuff has made it into our popular culture, mm-hmm. but... The nuances behind it are lost. Yes, yeah, some some of it, the nuances are lost, but also there are other uh, number things like the number three is used very common in the Bible, you know, mainly for the Trinity, mm-hmm. um, symbolically. Um, also, if we're tapping into like the paranormal side, some people will. If you believe in demonic activity, sometimes demons can scratch you and they scratch you with three marks because they're mocking the Trinity. Yeah. Basically. That's the, the idea behind that. Uh, but yeah, do we have any other any other things to talk about creationism? I, I think I've probably yeah, hammered I, that nail in enough, but... Yeah, and I mean, and we've also... You explain Young Earth and then... Without having to explain it, really, we get what old Earth creationism would be. Old Earth creationism, <clears throat> there's different like variations points, of it, but just the general scope. There, there's like a one thing called the gap theory, where there's like a gap between Genesis one one and one two. I've looked into some of the things that, like, they believe that there was. Oh, this is this is a whole rabbit trail, but they believe that there was like a Satan's flood before the earth was even established and you mean i feel like that's a complete stretch because that you have to that is not some because that sounds crazy i so what do you mean by satan's flood because the earth before before the earth was created when the earth was formless and void basically satan ruled over the earth and god had to flood the earth and the whole theory behind the Satan's flood is that because of that flood, that's how we get all of this really deep layered stuff in like the sediment, like fossil record stuff. Yeah. So that's how we get the age of the earth because there, there's a gap, a giant time gap between one, one and one, two. That sounds like, it, why didn't they just say, oh yeah, Satan. But, but here's, here's my problem with it. There is no real, I mean, I'm not going to say there's no scriptural evidence, but there is very little, that that seems like a giant leap in logic to conclude that that much happened between 1-1 one, one and 1-2. One, I feel like that's just a desperate uh, explanation to try and accommodate for the age of the earth that science has found and trying to make that applicable yeah. to the yeah, Bible. Yeah, especially from like kind of how you interpret it, where it's not... <laughs> necessarily like seven days it's kind of like the stages of it where yeah. because well, i mean the greek does use or hebrew i think it's written hebrew um it does use the literal word for day so if they wanted to use another word like an age or whatever mm-hmm. they could have they yeah. used a specific term but again it's very poetic so it's kind of it could be a it's way hard to, for you to grasp and to visualize it right it yeah it's it's yeah. cuz yeah. we can't we can think of a year but we can't visualize it like visualizing day starting and day ending my my problem is like 
the, I don't have a problem with creationism. I have a problem with dating. Like I said, like, I don't think the Bible tries to tell you how old the earth is. People try and draw that from this and that from the Bible and say like, oh, well, it's, it's this older. Oh, it's this old. Like, it doesn't matter. It, it, it really yeah, doesn't it matter. It reminds me a lot of, um, wasn't it Nostradamus or Snow? Um, someone who had like their writings and then people try to like correlate that to 9-11 and oh, stuff. Oh, no, that was a uh, Nostradamus. Yeah, okay. The, so I was right. And it's like, why what? would he know this stuff? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why would we need to know this stuff? And those people who believe in the Satan's flood sound like they really, really want part one to know his arc. Want to be like, hey, we're not young earth theory, but like we kind of fuck with those guys, but we also kind of fuck with these guys. So we'll be like right fucking here. It, it, it yeah. sounds super. I, I want you to find some like writings though, because that, that I have weird. I have a study Bible. Uh, that someone link. get. I'll bring you the study Bible because I'm not going to read it because I don't like the version of it. But it sounds wild. It, I I will bring you the the study Bible and you can look and at don't, it. Don't don't you think like if they were waxing poetically, they would bring up like, oh yeah, Satan was on the fucking earth and fucking shit up. It switched from beautiful poetry to just like a graphic Damnation. novel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, the last thing I wanted to say about creationism before we move on, uh, is. For those certain Christians out there that are going to be triggered that I am not married to the idea of young earth creationism, I understand your concern, but it doesn't make you Christian to believe in young earth creationism. What makes you Christian is believing that Jesus died for your sins and rose again. And that there's God. And, yeah. The transient... Every, everything else. Yeah. It, your specific theological view on the first chapter of the first book of the Bible is not what defines you as a Christian. Time is a, merely a construct. <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> uh, I mean, in that kind of perspective, it doesn't didn't matter. We, didn't we talk about, like, people saying constructs Yeah, everything's just, just fucking constructs, David. I had to bring that, I had to bring that up. Okay. He's, but yeah, I mean, he's so well because it's not the time frame of what happened, the periods. It's just you believe in God and that Jesus died for your sins. And that's the main thing that matters. And also kind of follow the rules of the Bible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not other things that are important, but like at its core, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. And being pro evolution doesn't mean you're not pro creationist. Right, because if you we're gonna talk about the next episode, so let's right, we're gonna we, we won't we won't get into that too yeah. much. But uh, so we've talked about the major theories, um, and I guess we all are kind of ironically ambivalent to all of them. <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's fine that that could explain like, it. Yeah. We're not married to any of them. God, they could I... all work together. For all we know. I thought you guys would have, like, firmer beliefs. Like, I'm the fucking flippy floppy here. I feel like I'm welcome. Make me feel unwelcome. Some things just, some things just don't matter, though. True. I just yeah. don't think you need to, like... Like, in our lifetime, we won't find the answer to the beginning of the universe. We might find the end, though. Mamma mia. Who knows? All right. Well, uh, to end this episode off, we want to talk about the contingency slash cosmological argument for God's existence. Uh, so, premise one, for something to exist, it must has a, have a cause for its, its existence. Premise two, the universe exists. Premise three, the universe must have come from something. Premise four, the universe cannot create itself, i.e. time and space cannot come out of nothing. And uh, the conclusion Therefore, the cause of the universe must be transcendent, must transcend space and time, which is what we refer to as God. I don't know who phrased it that way, but I'm going to take a guess by the fact that I didn't cite it and say that I probably just paraphrased it and wrote my own version of it. So, what do you guys think about that one? I mean, though, for me, like, as we said, for like, find the creation universe, scientifically... It's a never-ending rabbit hole because what caused the creation of the universe and then what 
came beforehand and whatnot. And it's just like for eh, for me, eh, it's a never-ending question. But in the eyes that's of the, that's the... someone who believes, it could be the source of the answer. If or it could at least explain up to that point. Yeah, David, can I can I push you on this point here? Sure. Uh, when when I'm bringing you arguments for God's existence. You, you usually you're like well for someone who believes in God yeah sure yeah okay well that's the point yeah it's, it's supposed to make you think like okay maybe yeah. I'm wrong well I, I, I I'm ex- at, at least with this expecting like to give my opinion but I also want to give kind of how I view it in another lens as well like for me eh, it's never an ending question so doesn't quite answer it but i can at least see where it answers at least to a certain point the question for someone else yeah why do you think for you it doesn't answer because i mean it kind of leads itself to a chicken and the egg scenario because what happened if there's a proto universe what before then what before then and what it doesn't matter it's talking about this universe yeah this universe uh you're kind of relaying this in the same issue that some people have with evolution yeah I mean, and there will hopefully sometime be answers to it. But kind of under the idea of matter cannot be created or destroyed, just kind of changes. It. it well, like, I mean, at some point it has to. Yeah. Because what? Even if you want to say the Big Bang theory is how it happened. What created it to explode? Why is, did it exist at all? What cre- yeah. What I mean, created the start? The one little itty bitty itty 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 bitty spot that exploded like a fucking bunch of foam. Yeah, and, made and maybe the Big Bang Theory is not at all how it happened. Yeah, maybe who, it all just who knows appeared. Lights but cut yeah. on. I, yeah. I, I, that's kind of what I was trying to get to say. Is it will for at least for me it will lead to never ending questions because it's all about comprehension. This argument will lead to never-ending questions, or uh, the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. For this, for this, if it catches you and in, in a, or if you are someone who believes, it can answer very easily. Kind of yeah. like as I said before, if you're answering with a religious background, it's a little easier because yes, creationism. God did create. And he kind only wanted to kind of have that power. Yeah, this this is the very this is a very famous argument for God's existence. It's basically, I mean, you've probably heard it in a more layman's version. It's like, probably. how did all this stuff get here? Basically, that's that's it, it can't. You know, you and you come from your mother. Yeah. Your mother comes from her mother, so on and so forth. You keep going back. It can't just come from nothing. It has to come from something. Yeah, because coming from nothing is such an abstract thought we can't comprehend it's it. It's completely illogical and we never observe it. So yeah. unless one day we do observe it, then all of our Then everything falls scienti- apart. Yeah. 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 No, but, that would be truly fascinating and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. What do what do you think about this? Now one? do you want me to give you my individual thoughts on each point? Doesn't matter. Whatever you think. Alright, I do for me. Premise, are we going premise by premise, or are you going? The I'm whole going thing? with the first premise. Okay. For something to exist, it must have a cause for its existence. Okay. I say that shit so often. Oh no, there's a reason for this. Oh, there. This is happening for a reason. For me, that's just wishful thinking. I don't really believe everything has to have a cause for its existence. Some things just fucking exist. Give me an example of something that just exists. Give me an example of of an effect that doesn't have a cause. Because that's what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about a rock exists. You know, I mean, like, well, I don't know. Well, you, you could probably pick I mean, something that, abstract. That rock was the came water. From something. Yeah. But, it. I mean, you could probably pick something that's just, it just is. Yeah. Maybe. All right. You'd probably be hard-pressed, but still. Give me an example of an effect that doesn't have a cause. I was thinking more of like the metaphorical cause, not necessarily uh, you push something and it moves 
or I'm talking like about that. any material thing, not abstract ideas or whatever. See, when I'm thinking of the argument, I'm thinking also abstract. Well, this argument is specifically talking about material, material creation. Okay. Premise two: the universe exists. You're gonna you're gonna argue about that, Michael. You're gonna debate that no, one. No, we're here. All right. You're Almost not one of those people. Simulation. You're not. You're not one of. The, oh, we're gonna talk about that one next. Uh, next episode too. Uh, you're not one of those people that debate whether or not uh, I don't exist. You're not one of those. Never I mean, mind. It, don't, don't, I don't even want to get him in that rabbit hole. <laughs> as far as I know, I exist. Okay. As far as I know. All right, cool. I'm glad we, we, glad we can agree on that. May just the universe. Living your life. So there, it, there what is it that, comes from, if it's always been. I don't know, but it has to come Univer- from uh, you're, you're responding to point three, right? Yes. Re- I, read it before you respond to the it. The universe must... I said the universe must have came from something to start it. That's point oh, three. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yikes. Go ahead. Currently, in my view, it has to come from something. What it is, I don't know. If it was something before it, I don't know. It, but it has, it has to, to come, come from, something. from something. Logically speaking, like I said, you come from your How we grasp logically yeah. and move forward, yes. Right, right. The universe cannot create itself. I I lean towards yes on that. Because yeah. that's how I that, comprehend. That's building off of the third premise, basically. Yeah, I comprehend that. Yeah, space and time can't create themselves. It has to come from something. And for point five... With my, with how I'm undecided on, therefore the cause of the universe must transcend space and time and what we refer to as God, because that's outside of my current grasp of understanding. So you basically agree with all the premises? On a material sense. Okay. Yeah. So why would you not agree with the conclusion? That would logically follow. Because I'm undecided and haven't done any more research upon it. And I don't, ha- I don't. But for the sake of the argument, do you think it's a sound argument? Follows from yeah. the, the the conclusion follows from the premise. yeah. It's a sound argument. But spirituality. You're checking your biases, though. Yeah, I'm che- I'm checking <laughs> my fine. biases. But sound arguments in spirituality, religion, you you can have as anyone can come forward with what they say is a sound argument it can be an absolute rock solid sound doesn't mean someone's going to feel a certain way completely compelled yeah yeah because okay. as the agnostic theist here i'm riding that tight rope in between each one i'm just yeah. a wind breeze from falling off and falling into extremism i'm gonna be like one of them fucking go to your door christians i'm not you're gonna be a mormon aren't you no, not Mormon. I'm not going to... I, right, I can't cool. get behind that ideology. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, what's... Episode on Mormons. And I'll be like one of those rad ones with skinny jeans, a Jesus band shirt. Dude. Hey, fellow kids. Y'all want to skateboard and talk about bra- our Lord? You have them leather bracelets, too. And fry sauce. And like a bunch of Jesus tattoos. <laughs> and like one teardrop. Oh, but that's because for the homie Jesus. All right. Well, do you have any? Do we have any other thoughts on the the argument, the the cosmological argument? I not really. I'm the agnostic here. I'm just. Fucking... What, what are your final thoughts on it? You think like. What on you how? You can get behind it, or you don't know. I don't know. Actually, I probably shouldn't have given you that way out. If you had to say yeah. yes or no, right now. Make a decision. Pick if, you could, if you could, if you, if you, if you could, if you could make a decision, uh, which one are you leaning more towards? Like saying yes, this makes sense, or no, I disagree, and why? For both. Either one, I mean. You, you sitting there pretending I'm not dead in the fucking middle, confused like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, because let me like you and I, we. we agree upon up until like step five because like in space it kind of caused an effect mm-hmm. and just kind of putting 
identifying everything. It's just step five that yeah. all three of us are different upon because you're like, yes. I'm like, no. And he's like, I don't know. Well, and I genuinely okay. don't fucking know. <laughs> Let, let's, let's, let's do this, all right? Yeah. Let's say we all agree that these premises make sense and they follow logically. What could be any other alternative conclusion that would make sense after those four premises? Further explanation of the Big Bang Theory, for example, or like further scientific explanation that we don't have yet. An explanation for the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Like how that happened, basically? So, like, explain the singularity, how, what came possibly before that, and whatnot. Which leads into, as I said, the never-ending question. Isn't that what that is, though? Yeah. I know one way... But it is not in necessarily a scientific standpoint point where it's still very you have to have that fundamental idea that god exists and all that well this argument would be fine if you didn't have a bias that god doesn't exist yeah as i've said <laughs> so maybe you might be wrong i don't know what, yeah. do, what do you think what do you think what the, what is the one thing i think the only way i can have a definite answer is please note don't try this at home. This is weighing heavily on one thing me and Bailey agree on and believing is for someone to die and ask the question. Because it's that's the only definitive way at this moment I could... That's the only way you could figure it out. Yeah, and I don't want to die right now. Shit, this sounds depressing as fuck, dude. We got yeah. so many more episodes. Yeah. I'm trying to start an OnlyFans for Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I want to save some dogs. I want to p hang out with the dudes. It's called Only Hands for Prayer. Stop. Now, Only Hands is you can catch these hands. Someone pays me five bucks and I go beat the ass. Uh, do you have any other possible conclusion that could come from that that's not that conclusion? Or mine. Or his, which is the same thing as what's already there, basically. Because <laughs> I just told her, I was like, basically, that's what that says. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, but at this moment, no, I don't. All right, cool. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna leaning on my side. I see. Yeah, I won't. I won't interrogate you anymore on that. It, it's Definitely. always fun to interrogate him because he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, well, and, I mean, I'm if you can't come up with a better solution, then maybe that's the solution. Uh, possibly. Maybe, maybe I just need to research the as, solution. Yeah. Go ahead, look up the cosmological argument. And as we said, I'm gonna like, write my own solution. Science is right. going to have blackjack and hookers. Oh. But yeah, and as I said, science is a never-ending chase for the answers mm -hmm. because we're trying to comprehend from our perspective. Yeah, I think science only does so much. Yeah, and it's not bad. Like you, I think science is important, but you have to know where science ends and where philosophy begins. Yeah, yeah. and as like Michael and I said, like in our interviews, it's also like to take that step would be something more personal than just like out side scientific influence or outside religious influence it's something very personal yeah, yeah and, and then, that's kind of the modern way of thinking about it too yeah and for a lot of religions there's places where religion doesn't fill in the blanks and just gives you this like quick little kind of quickie and it's like okay but i need like some little more detail and if science goes in like here you go kid here's a little bit more detail but we don't know the quite the answer and it's like okay so i i think for people to get a better understanding of all this shit they need to coexist better you guys kiss <laughs> all right well with that i think we're gonna end this episode uh, thank you guys so much for listening to facing the gates uh tune in next week where we continue talking about origins of life in the universe we're gonna talk about like the the weird theories the fun ones yeah and then uh oh. also follow us on our social medias facing the gates facebook twitter instagram give us follows we need clout no one is paying attention to us at least at this point in time we record these like way in advance so yeah. we could have gotten clout in the past month but right? i'm liking our shit okay you guys need to get come out and show some love yeah especially our twitter we have like one follower that's not us so please follow us yes follow like subscribe hit that bell. like comment subscribe 
uh, if you're on YouTube, you know, we're on YouTube, so you know, you can do that. Hit that bell, ding ding. Yeah, if you got that, is so if you don't crazy. have like Spotify or anything, you That's can just point. YouTube DL that stuff and just no, download it to your phone. Download don't, it on Spotify, download it on whatever provider. Go ahead, sorry, don't download it on YouTube. We want that view count, baby. Yeah, just view yeah. it over and over again. Well, it counts as a view, so as long as you as long watch as you, it for like at least ten seconds yeah, or something. As long as you listen to it, I don't care about the views. Just listen to it. Right, Damn it! Right. So I've watched Answer. all of our videos all the way for no reason. Could have watched ten seconds. Stop. Fuck. It's important that you watch them all the way through and absorb all the knowledge. Also, email us if you have comments or questions about this, these episodes. Uh, hit us up at facingthegatespod at gmail dot com. If we get enough, uh, we might do a viewer mail episode. Who knows? Maybe. Um, or yeah, and also have these conversations with your friends. Like, don't let us just be these and don't choke each other out over it. Yeah, don't don't let us just be some jackass twenty two year olds in the middle of a bedroom having a conversation with each other talking about origins of the universe. Con- like con- we got this shit figured out. Go talk to other people because we don't have it figured out. Well, maybe at we le- do. At least I don't. Maybe we don't. Neither does Michael. I fucking don't, but I'm honest. Maybe I got it figured out. I got the answers, dude, to the yeah. origins of the universe. I figured it out. You know, man. last Crash person. Code. You know, God, last person. Code. Tell me that they try to sell me drugs. <laughs> all right, well, we're done with this episode. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Love you. Got all. any other thoughts, Michael? Anything or David? Anything to leave? No, it's just been a hoot and a holler. It's been a hoot and a holler. See you next week, baby.